Ask the Podcast Coach for December 11th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. <laughs> there it is. It's a different kind of music. It's still Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Collison. How's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. You kind of threw me off. That was a surprise. <laughs> you didn't tell me that was coming. That was great. So you got an authentic, you got an authentic reaction. I did. And, um, yeah, so uh, we, you know, we don't say this enough. If you want to join us live, you can go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. And if you're joining us live at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, then uh, feel free to throw quite. We have a lot of things we can uh, definitely have to catch up on today. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of material out there. Today, yeah. But, let's, but that, uh, that makes me kind of thirsty. It does make you kind of thirsty. So we got we gonna it. Get it. We got it. There we go. Oh, it's back. <laughs> and of course, that uh, pour is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at Podcast Branding. Co. If uh, are you looking for anything to look better, I think I can do this. Oh, there's Mark behind us, kind of. Uh, all you have to do is go over to podcastbranding.co. Mark is an award-winning graphic artist, and he's also a podcaster. And so, I what was I doing today uh, or last night? I was doing something. I say this every week. I upload my logo, and I'm like, oh yeah, that looks cool. And uh, it just it's one of those things that once you, it's one of those things you do once you get it right and it just pays for itself over and over and over. So whether that's a league magnet or your logo or your artwork, go see Mark over at podcastbranding.co. You will not regret it. And uh, tell him Dave and Jim sent you and see, I thought that was it. I thought I was going to do good, but the guy doesn't start sinking. Closer. I was close. I, well, close. what I did different to save, rather than having two buttons, I made the jingle sixty seconds yeah. long. And uh, but uh, that was both, a both was, take some amount of skill because one you got to kind of yeah time it just right. The other one you got to just time it just right. Yeah, <laughs> like both of them require you timing it. You know? Yeah, and and speaking of timing, um, sometimes you're not sure. That's it. I'm trying to spin this into Dan, and I'm just nah, I'm crashing right. and burning big time. Our good, our good friend uh, Dan LeFebvre over there, based on a true story podcast, based on a true story podcast dot com. If you're uh, if you're looking for podcast and you you, you know, it's like historical, you want to know are these movies like I went and watched Dune last night, and I was wondering. Wonder if Dune's based on a tr- definitely not based on a true story. No. So, but he has other ones out there like Project Blue Book. Check it out based on a true story podcast.com movie. Nice. Well, we should probably update everyone on if you listened to last week's episode, there were parts of it that you just couldn't make up where the task am just was not being oh, my friend. Terrible. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I had to reboot it once and then I rebooted it again and it locked up. It completely froze. And for me, the definition of a good company is not how things go when things are good. It's how do things go when things are bad. And so they must have heard the show. <laughs> Because I got an email that said, hey, can, can we get on a Zoom call? And what was really cool about it is I had uh, 
I don't know if he's the head. He's definitely up there in the marketing arm of Tascam. And I've, I had watched videos on their YouTube channel and I want to say his name was Sean, but that's probably wrong. But I was like, holy cow, it's the tech dude from the YouTube channel was on the call at the same time, just asking me, um, what to do. So yeah, Steph, and they, they got back to me in a big way and I explained to them what happened and this and that. And I, I don't know if it's warranted anymore. This thing's been on all week and I've not had a problem. They're sending me a new one anyway. They're sending me a replacement one. So that A was really cool. B, and then the other thing, if you ever get an upset customer, this is how you do it. You grab a piece of paper in one hand and a pen in the other and you ask them, what else can we do to make this better? And then you just shut up and listen. And uh, so I told them, I said, well, the the inability to switch banks when I'm recording is kind of a hindrance. I, I, I don't use a ton of sounds, but I do like the fun, you know, I can now myself and uh, things like that. And I like the fun that I can make myself sound like Satan. I go, but that's two buttons now that takes me down to six. And they, they said, so if we could switch them, that'd be great. If I could actually, actually have like a VU meter, you know, where you can see, like right now I see blue. And when it gets light blue, I know I'm getting close to that. Can we actually have numbers so I know what I'm recording at? And I just gave them a, a list of a bunch of things. And they're like, yep, good, good, good. And they can't... Um, you know, they didn't give me an exact date, but they are going to do a firmware update in the future. And I just explained to them. I said, you know, I like the Rodecaster. I like the way I sound on this. I said, I actually like the way I sound a little better on this. I like the noise gate uh, feature a little better on this. And uh, I, yeah, this, this, I like this combo. I mean, I like what you have going on here. I'm I'm sure sound wise, it would sound very similar on the Rodecaster Pro there. Yeah, but. But I, this is a really, I, this is a really good. Uh, listen, I applaud them for coming back. I mean, w- it's not like we made up a bad review. Like, right? It just we happened. were just trying to do our job, and it didn't. I mean, you could see what happened to it. It's not like you know, it's not like we were trying to be unfair. You know, reviewers go one of two ways: they're overly, overly positive, or they just rip it apart. And you know, we didn't. I don't think we had any intention of if it would, if it worked, I think we would have been like, this is awesome. And it did. It just didn't. We'll make it through today and see how, see how it goes. I I think we'll probably be fine. Well, the other thing I'm doing today that I didn't do last week. Oh, and it's funny because I set this up so I could have clubhouse going and set up a clubhouse and then it's not going because it's, I got to plug my phone in, but I do have my iPad set up to, um, play jingles today so if well i we have i have to apologize to uh mark king who who sent in a question but before we get to the question and now oh he's been waiting for this it's time for jim to get his nerd on Yeah. Been waiting a while for that one. We haven't we haven't played that in a while. Yeah, and so the cool thing is, if you go out to askthepodcastcoach.com, uh, there's a little button in the bottom right-hand corner where you can record a question. And I've sent this over to Brendan, the maker of PodPage, to go, mm, you might want to like have it set up. Like if somebody used the contact form, I get notified and things like that. They said, can we get a notification that you've received a voicemail? Because unfortunately, Mark sent this in a few months ago and it's been sitting there and I just never noticed it. Are, so, are you sure that doesn't work? I thought it did. It might, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe I've just set it up. Yeah. But here's, yeah. here's yeah. Mark's question. 
Hey, Dave and Jim. Uh, Mark King here, longtime listener, first time caller with a quick question about SD memory cards. Uh, thanks to Dave, I am the proud owner of a new Zoom Podrack P4. And thanks to Daniel's podcasting deal alert email. On Prime Day, I was going to upgrade my SD card. So I clicked over to Amazon. Holy cow, um, my head started spinning from all the sizes, formats, transfer speeds, brands. Uh, so, Jim, I guess a question maybe for you or the techies in the chat. Um, from my pers from your perspective, I guess, uh, what features should a podcaster care about in an SD card? And what sort of minimum thresholds in terms of uh, size, transfer speed, all that kind of stuff? Seem like a good idea for podcasters, uh, particularly, say, versus uh, what a videographer might want. A lot of the promos and product descriptions and stuff talk about HD and 4K video, which seems like super overkill for audio. So uh, just curious, and while you're at it, if you got any brand recommendations, uh, that would be great. Uh, obviously, I guess uh, show length would be a key variable. Uh, my recordings run about hour and a quarter to an hour and a half. Um, so... Would appreciate any thoughts. Thanks a million, guys. There you go. Thanks, Mike. And again, my apologies for taking so long to, to get this on the show. We'll definitely be looking at that much closer in the future. It's a really good it's a really good question. And, and for each of the manufacturers, when you think about what you own and what uses SD cards, by the way, SD cards are the wild, wild west. Like it is still, I mean, it's gotten better over the last two, two, three or four years, but there's all kinds of different formats. It is confusing. You get out there. Do I need the ultra? Do I, you know, do I get this? Do I get that? All right. So if you have a piece of equipment that needs an SD card, you need to go to the manufacturer's website and look at the specifications. They will always give you uh, a recommended, I say always, that's a, probably too strong of a word. They should give you a recommended list of the SD cards they recommend. If they don't just contact them, it's really, that's, this is really the best way to go about it because they've built and tested that device with those cards and there's different, you know, there's three or four different kinds of cards you can buy and sizes and some of those kinds of things. They've usually they've built them for a specific card. So make sure if you have a piece of equipment, make sure you're reaching out to the manufacturer and say, Hey, what's the, what's the best uh, SD card for me in this? Generally, generally speaking, if you can't get that, um, uh, the, and you go on Amazon do the thing, Dave. Remember how we gave some advice, like when you're thinking about asking what your for your your price as a consultant, and you 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 pick the price you would never, the bottom price you would never do it for, and the top price you would laugh at. And then you pick somewhere in the middle. Buying memory is a little bit like that as well. You know, think about your own budget. That you you probably don't need the high end. You want to really stay away from the low end. So you kind of want to pick that kind of price in the middle. Yeah. And then from a size perspective, you probably want to buy three or four times more than you think you need, even though audio. So think about your audio files. I think it's a, I, I think audio is at about a meg or two a minute, right? So you don't have to get gigantic ones uh, uh, for this. You don't have to get really big SD cards for it. But you never know what you're going to use with that. And to future-proof it, you never really know how much you're going to need, right? So get get a comfortable amount, right? You know, get a, I mean, if you can get in that quarter to a half a terabyte range on those cards, they're, they're pretty inexpensive. Let your budget decide as well. So get the most you can for what you want to spend on the thing. So I know I didn't give you any exact answers. 
but but that's kind of how you want to work through a decision tree like that. If they check the recommendation first, get something that's kind of budget friendly for you. Don't buy the cheapest. Don't buy the most expensive, and then get what fits the budget. There you go. And uh, I guess I need to come up. Here we go. We'll, we'll use this one. Uh, I didn't realize. That's really loud. It, yeah, I turned it down. I was like, "Holy cow!" Uh, sorry about that. There you go. That's a little bit. Um, uh, thank you, Miss Eileen. Uh, I didn't realize that I turned this on on the. I, I have. I've. I've been approved to monetize my YouTube channel. So uh, let's have an Sorry. awkward conversation. Um, it's very generous. What happens? Yes, that was very generous of her. Thank you so much. Uh, what are we doing with what is is that? A, that's not a super chat, is it? That's a. I think it is. Is it a super I chat? A, I think it's a YouTube. It's yeah. a YouTube. Speaker. So like we know the awesome supporters. Yeah. You've just it's said, hey, yours. that's yeah. So yeah. super chats. Fi- all yours. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um uh, listen, it's just great. Like, it's just great to be here on Saturday mornings. Like, I, I get enough value out of it as it is. It gets all that gets messy. By the way, that's a great. I mean, we talk about this all the time too. You did the right thing. You asked me. You just asked me, "Hey, what are we doing? What do you yeah. want to do with this?" And I could have said, "Well, let's just split it." But that's kind of a hassle. And I really listen. I really value what you do, Dave. And at this, Chris, consider it my Chris. That's cheap. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well. um, the well, this brings up a cool thing because thank you, Eileen. You just gave us the perfect transition. I'm going to be playing and not playing. I have a thing on my YouTube channel that says new videos every Wednesday, and that was not the case in 2021. It was at the beginning, and so I'm really going to sit down and and kind of make that more consistent. Plus, there's going to be podcast rodeo shows. Obviously, ask the podcast coach. If I was smart, I would do Joe Rogan and take ask the podcast coach pull it down and put it out is like, like I just, our little SD question could be one video. Yeah. But didn't we have this conversation? Like you, you, yeah. you've already lost a good chunk of your Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> That's why we don't do that. Do you really need more things to do Dave? But I hear so many people now are starting to freak out about YouTube and podcasting. And this is from Tim Schmoyer who does the video creators podcast. He's a really good guy. I've taken his course. And so this is why some people are getting all like, Oh my gosh, YouTube. Now I guess a little bit more interesting. A few weeks ago, a Google spokesperson confirmed to the verge that they hired Kai Chuck to quote, manage the large volume of existing podcasts and relationships across the YouTube platform. End quote. They have intentionally hired one person to oversee this entire thing, right? And I can't, uh, shoot, I probably shouldn't have put myself in this position. There's other things coming too that will be really exciting that I've had an opportunity to see. So YouTube is making an effort behind podcasts here, okay? So, And I think that's the part they're really through. And he's like, ah, I can't really say blah, blah, blah. But I think we're kind of running into this thing again where people are calling a YouTube channel a podcast, which content, they're all content creators, and of course, the curmudgeons will go, wow, there's no RSS feed, so it's not a podcast. And I'm like, eh, okay. So when I hear YouTube hired a podcast thing, I'm like, to me, it almost sounds like they're treating it, which they should. It's a network that my guess is maybe the, the big shot smarty pants people now have an actual you know, YouTube person to help them manage, you know, and make sure they're happy. I don't know. What do you think, Jim? 
Well, I, I don't hear YouTubers calling themselves podcasters as much as they call themselves YouTubers, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't, that, that is, I mean, I, yes, I, I, I hear more podcasters putting their podcast on YouTube and saying it's a podcast, which that's where I think the, the line the really gets gray. Is, I don't really care. Well, <laughs> uh, who, who cares? Who, well, who really cares what it's called? Right? That's me. And then yeah. on the feed, Rob, actually, Rob Walsh reached out to Google and said, hey, are you guys moving? This is the other big thing is they're going to move uh, Google Podcasts into YouTube. And so they got a response from uh, YouTube. And uh, Google responded with the following. Can you read this? Yeah. So Google said, quote, per your question regarding Google Podcast and YouTube. YouTube is already a home for podcast content and is continuing to grow as a differentiate, differentiated platform for podcast consumption. YouTube provides benefits for podcasters across reach, monetization, options, and diverse content experiences. But ultimately, YouTube and Google Podcasts serve different needs. Both serve podcast listeners today, and we are not changing this right now. Thanks to the Google Podcast team for that response. And it is very different. I mean, the Google Podcast is based on RSS. YouTube is not. There we go. So do you think RSS is coming to YouTube? Ooh. You used to be able to. By the way, way back in the old days. There back was in the hack. day. Yeah. There was a hack. It's gone. Yeah. But, but um, do you think RSS is coming to that YouTube? would be that would that would make things different now, wouldn't it? If you because the the other thing that Tim was talking about is there's a paid feature where you can listen to music in the background yeah. as part of YouTube Plus Red, whatever they're calling it this week. Um, that yeah. that came that showed up in Canada for free, and then chapters came in. Right, you can add chapters to YouTube stuff now just by putting yeah. time codes, and they were just like those are more listening tools than. Yeah. And I was like, listen, YouTube's 10 seconds away from just hosting audio. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they? That's the dumbest thing in the world. I mean, if we're going to dominate the space for media. Yeah. If you, if YouTube put, turned on RSS and, or whatever, right. and hosted audio feeds, like it's, it's, it's game over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why, why would anyone, you know, I, I just don't. Why haven't they done it yet? There must be something. They have all the you know? pieces parts. Yeah. Uh, maybe that, they just don't want to support it. That's that, for sure. You, you, Dave, you know, that's your, this is your job. This is what you do. You support people <laughs> yeah. who have RSS feeds. <laughs> and you know, like, and YouTube doesn't have customers. Well, they do, but it's hard to get to, right? They don't. Yeah. It's not like they have Dave Jackson who's out there. You can call him and get your RSS fixed, right? So maybe they're holding off on that until they get it completely automated from an audio standpoint, because YouTube doesn't really do much until it's completely automated. Like every solution they put out, they're like, yeah, this is really a no touch solution. So Miss Eileen chiming in here. YouTube channels do have an RSS feed. However, it's not valid for podcasting. I did not know that. I use my YouTube RSS feed to auto post content. That's why she's Miss Eileen and she speaks. I I believe that was, Uh, that was her podcast, so she has a different one now. But, tree, tree falls in a forest, and no one's there to hear it. Did it really make a sound? So is it really an RSS? <laughs> I guess if you can. I think an RSS from a content standpoint, when we think of the, of posting content to that, they do. You know, you can now just like do posts in YouTube, right? 
you could you, you knew that right you can go in there and go to the YouTube, like on your youtube channel just make a post so from that standpoint right it but it, i guess not enabled for the uh for the audio for the audio component of it so there we go and i was i, I guess i was thinking in terms of an rss feed from an audio delivery standpoint right that's what we were talking about so. it, it's it's like you said though if they ever decide there's two things about that on one hand you think game over on the other hand, I go game over for about a month and a half, and then they'll, yeah, then yeah. they'll change. <laughs> no, right on, right on. I that you know I was just being dramatic, but but yeah, it, it's not. It would it would make a dent. Yeah, it would it would definitely make a dent. Could, could you imagine? I mean the <laughs> I mean the anchor debacle. <laughs> could you imagine if YouTube all of a sudden just started saying? I, I would think they would charge out the gate for you that. Would think. You know, yeah. that just would slow it down a little bit. Be like, oh, okay, we're not going to necessarily do this for free. But it's hard to say, like, video is harder to host than they host that for free. Yeah. And they have a notification engine built into that and the subscription engine and all that other kind of thing. What if they completely revamped that and just kind of said, hey, we're not going to try to compete with podcast comp- host companies. We're just going to enable all of that just like we do video. They've got the... I. You Why know, not? They had... Not? um they used to have audio ads. They might still do, but they were doing audio ads for radio and for other things. They tried that. I don't know if it's still around, but I remember at the time I was thinking, Hmm, I should go oh, and dynamic see. ad insertion. It's yeah. like, that's a new thing. I mean, they could, yeah. they could do that easily into the audio and just, and, and just become an audio only platform. What it'd be nice. To, well, I guess, you know, if they had a player that just yeah. played the audio, why, why not? You never know. Why not? Uh, somebody asked in the uh, in the chat room. Uh, it was earlier. I was trying to find it about how your translation. Oh, um, yeah. I, I need a jingle for this. Jim's going to talk translation, but it's cool. It's technology. <laughs> it is super cool. Yeah, it is super cool. It, this week I did Portuguese and Spanish. Uh, Chinese the week before. Chinese is still by far the best. Portuguese is pretty bad. Spanish struggled a little bit. But it's still it's still working really really well, and I I listened through this week when we did Spanish. I just did that one yesterday, and I listened with a Spanish speaking person on the other end of Teams, and I was sending notes to to him saying, "Is this right? Is this what I'm hearing? Is this right?" And I was we we're getting seventy five or eighty percent of the what I was sending over to him right. He was like, "Oh crap, you're going to replace me, aren't you?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm not going to." Re- place you it's not that good and it doesn't speak for me it just gives me an audio transcription right and it, it would it has a voice too that would play i find the voice kind of annoying and it's, it hasn't really worked well in skype okay just to, just as a reminder these are two skype i play the video client on one pc it's connected to skype on that end i have skype in language whatever i'm listening to chinese spanish portuguese right. german french japanese whatever those are the languages we support and they're all supported in skype it doesn't do every language uh, I have that Skype client set to that language. Then I have Skype running on my Mac, and I have the two connected. Uh, and then, uh, so it's playing in and translating from one side. You have to do a request to the other client to accept the translation bit. Then what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing in the transcription is a translation of what's coming from the other side. It's 20 seconds behind. It's a little clunky still, but it does work. I was able to I was able to formulate questions That's- from the conversation. And they were shocked that the Chinese ladies that I was talking to, we were in Mandarin, they kind of looked at, they, yeah, I could see them on the screen and they're like, oh, 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 he was really listening. Like how, and then, 
in the chat room for Portuguese, they were like, uh, Jim's Portuguese has got a little bit better. <laughs> like, cause I was, they were making comments and then I was making comments back in English in the chat room to what they were talking about, you know, just 20 seconds ago. Right. That's enough. Right. So yeah, pretty great. That's pretty wild. Great. Yeah. Very, yeah, very cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stefan had given me some links last week uh, for some Google stuff. And I just, this was the craziest. Everybody's trying to, I don't know about Lipson, oh. but at Gallup, everybody's trying to jam the rest of the year's work that didn't get done into the next two weeks. Well, and uh, so I just haven't had a second. One thing I was planning on and you ought to, obviously right now is not the time to do this, to plan it. But Lipson had a webinar where we hinted and showed off very quickly some of the new Libsyn 5 stuff. And if you're if you're using Libsyn, you can use Libsyn 4 and 5 at the same time. It's not exclusive. Like if you go to 5, you can't go back to 4. No, you can use them both. And so we're kind of doing that, but we're giving away Amazon gift cards and T-shirts and yada, 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 and all sorts of fun stuff. And it was everybody just said it was fun because – the the sales pitch was really small. I mean, there was just very little. It was like a scavenger hunt. It's like, hey, go take a screenshot of your show using a Libsyn 5 player, that kind of stuff. So it was kind of fun and things like that. And I just thought, you know what? Podcasters should maybe try to do something like that. I don't know if I would try to do it now because, like you said, it's we're down to crunch time yeah. with the holidays. Chris, Christmas for me is today. I'm actually going to my brother's house nice. to exchange nice. uh, gifts. But it was... Uh, it was kind of fun. You're not going to be sitting around by yourself on Christmas morning, are you? I do, and everybody freaks out, and I go, no, no, I had Christmas. It was on the 11th. It's We're completely fine, and I play Xbox, and I have a good time and, and nice. try to take the Browns to the Super Bowl, usually, um, <laughs> on my uh, – and which is funny. That reminds me. I really need to plug in my Xbox because I play Xbox like three times a year because normally I'm doing podcast stuff. And when I do, it's like, oh, hold on. We have – we have to install this 10 gig. You know, it's huge. Update. It is yeah. huge. Yeah. It's You should start Christmas Eve downloading <laughs> the, the install. So Christmas and, morning and when you wake up, it's ready. for. I you. also, uh, I bought myself a gift that I have not unwrapped. And that is a, I'm going to hang a flat screen in my exercise room. Cause, nice. Cause I've got a flat yep. screen yep. on a, on yep. a, remember the thing that used to roll behind me? Yep. Many moons. Yep. Yeah. That's in my yep. kitchen. And I'm like, yeah. I don't watch TV in the kitchen. I thought I would, but I don't. And I was like, I should probably do that. So I have a 24 inch touchscreen in front of my treadmill and I watch YouTube videos and learn stuff while I'm walking. It's very, very helpful. That's the plan. Yeah. All right. Well, I had a topic here. I thought we could talk about here before we get to our awesome supporters. This is a quick one. How do you feel about reruns? So it's, it's the holiday season. Don't want to take a break. We've, we've talked about that before. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, hey, welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach. Today we're doing classic Ask the Podcast Coach. This is from, you know, uh, August 13th of 2019. It's me and Jim answering your questions. Do you listen to that? I think the regular listeners don't. I think yeah. if it's a subject that someone wanted to hear again, they would. Yeah. If it's a best of, I think they, 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 the chances of them listening to it are better. If you took three or four best of moments, I think that you, you got a better shot at them listening than just a whole episode from August. Many will be like, oh, well, it's the holiday season. They're going to make a decision pretty fast. Do I have time or don't I? Some who need something to fill the time will probably listen to it. Others will be like, I, I heard this already. And it's old news. That's See, that's me. If I'm a regular listener and I hear it's a rerun, there's a really good chance I've already heard it. And I forget what I was watching the other day, and they still do those, 
where you have like the remember the time and then bring 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 on a, like a harp or something yeah, and, uh-huh. and they just show a rerun a of cloud. yeah it was yeah. uh you know what that explains it it was from the 90s i'm i'm now going back and watching the fresh prints oh yeah because i just for whatever yeah. I, I love will smith but i never watched i saw a couple episodes and um uh, was like, huh? All right. So, but uh, you know, uh, you know who I would never. I don't even care if it's a rerun. Who I never get tired of are awesome supporters. Are awesome supporters. And so the, of course, the first person that we need to uh, thank, of course, is, and I've even got a jingle. That's right. James over at the uh, Dog Podcast Network. And right now, if you go over there, he's got a great episode where they went over the top gifts for 2021. And here's the cool thing. This is dedication to your craft. There's some sort of dog. Oh, I should know it. Dog box, dog bark, something. Go listen to the episode. But there's a a brand of dog food that apparently is so healthy for your dog that James actually tasted it. And I was like, that is dedication, my friend. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nicely done, James. <laughs> so if you want to, uh, if you need a show to listen to while you're walking your dog or they've got long shows, short shows, it's all over there. If you have a dog, you should go check out Dog Podcast Network and get your podcast on with your pooch. Uh, but we always thank our $20 supporters, awesome people like uh, Glenn the Geek. Uh, let's get Glenn in here. Don't be boring. Thank you, Glenn. Um, he's never boring. And if you like horses, uh, you should go check him out at horseradionetwork.com. Shane over at tourpreneur.com. If you operate a tour business or plan on starting one, that's the podcast for you over at tourpreneur.com. Uh, Felix over at the Latin Podcast Awards, where they're dedicated to enhancing the visibility of Latinx podcasts. And they've been around since 2017. Check them out, latinpodcastawards.com. Max Trescott at AviationNewsTalk.com. So if you're a pilot, you definitely want to check that out. Uh, KJST Media is an LGBTQ plus founded company, and they're focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcast, regardless of what you're looking for. Caden is there to help you. Check him out at KJSTMedia.com. Michael Delaney over at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. Check him out, BabyMountainRadio.com. Greg at Debt Shepherd, where he teaches financial wellness. So if you're getting to the end of 2021 and you're like, um, you know, we ran out of, we, how's that go? You run out of uh, money at the end of the month or the month. There's you too, have more month than you have money. Yeah. There's too much year than there is money. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, hey, I got to fix that in 2022. Check out DebtShepherd.com. The Indie Drop-In Network. So if you have a a, a scary story or a true crime or a comedy um, episode, go check out the Indie Drop-In Network at IndieDropIn.com. You can give them their episode. They'll put it up in front of their audience, and it's a way to grow your show. Uh, and, of course, when you think podcasting, think School of Podcasting. Go over to SchoolofPodcasting.com. That's where I can help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. And uh, if you... Don't want to do the monthly support thing, feel free. Well, actually, first of all, let's back that up a second. If you want to see all of our awesome supporters, the $10 supporters, the $5 supporters, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And if you'd like to tip Jim or sponsor his mug or PayPal, everything's there. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. So thanks to all our awesome supporters. I do have a Patreon account. I've never said this, but I do have a Patreon account. If you, you know, if you go to 
TheAverageGuy.tv. Oh, is it there too? It's yeah, actually it's there, there too, but go ahead. TheAverageGuy.tv slash Patreon, or you've got it. You've got it as well. Where's it at for you, Dave? Uh, it's at askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. You've got a link to my Patreon, Jim's Patreon, the mug. Uh, it's all there. Askthepodcastcoach.com. And, of yeah. course, Thanks a button support. where you can uh, you can leave a voicemail, and we promise not to let it sit there for a month. <laughs> we'll read it for We'll listen to it four months later. I asked the chat room, what did they want us to do for our Christmas episode? And Kim said, rerun the Mark, you know, rerun the Mark episode, right, where we did – where we had Mark Coates on and he talked about oh, okay, what, yeah. what he does. That was a popular, that was a popular episode. That may be a good one. And it supports him. I mean, he's a big, he's been a big supporter of the show for a long time. So that's, that's an idea. There you go. Not what bad. else chat room? What else? Let's, let's use the second half. What would you like us to put in for the Christmas? Cause this is really what you're thinking, right? What do we do for the Christmas episode? Oh, that's that true. Cause that's uh, just two weeks from today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we're going to have a real dilemma there to think like, okay, what do you what what do we put I'm, in there? I'm just going to go live and let people watch me play Xbox <laughs> and lose in Madden football. <laughs> <laughs> that could be that you know that could work. I I will that say, could work. I will say something. I was playing with this week. I know I did it a couple weeks ago, and I now know why it was meh. Green screen is not as easy as it looks. I was, I've seen videos where they're like, just make sure you have good lighting. And I watched, uh, Loria Petrucci at, uh, mm, video pros. I want to think is her brand. Um, and she had a really great video on how to do green screen. And she has the exact same green screen I do. And what she does, first of all, I need, and I'm going to do this sometime this week, I need to scoop my, it's going to look weird, I'm going to have my desk smack dab in the middle of the room, because you need space between you and your green screen, because otherwise you end up with shadows over it. And the problem is, with the the kind of pull-up green screen I have, the further I get away from it, the smaller it gets. So you, you end up in this weird little situation, but uh, that was one that I watched that and was like, holy cow. Now I understand why this green screen thing isn't working the way I want it to. It wasn't bad, but it just the way my lighting is, there was one spot down in this one corner where the the green was much darker down there than it was like in the upper right-hand corner, something like that. And that's where, and you can kind of tune it out, but here's the other problem you have. If your uh, hair is not as thick as it was when you were, say, I don't know, 24, (laughs) then the green will start to shine through your hair. And that's when I went, I finally just went to Lipson. I go, can we, because I was doing some videos for Lipson this week. I go, let's just ditch the green screen for now. I go, because everything I do is just, it's not, it would be fine for a Dave on YouTube thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, for lips. I said, I don't, don't want to stamp Lipson branding on this. This is not quite good enough. So that was a, mm. a fun little thing. But man, if you, she was showing, of course, she's, the other thing I thought was really cool is at the end, she's, she made it snow. And all sorts of stuff in her video. She was doing this cool video thing. And uh, she said, now, before we leave, I need to let you guys know. She goes, I don't have the top, top, top Mac. She goes, but it might be like one notch down because they've come out with a new version since she had that. And uh, she said, you know, if, if you for all the stuff she was doing, like she had multiple layers of snow. One was in front of her, one was behind her. And then she had this green screen and a Christmas tree and all this sorts of stuff. And she goes, if you have a Mac, your, your, whatever it is, your processor is going to kick in here. So, um, 
Yeah. And that's what uh, Chris has got the, the thing that's killing me. He says, you live in a house by yourself. Just pimp your studio. I should move to the living room because I'm never out there. And the one thing that kills me is when I grew up here, we had a finished room in the basement. And my dad just let it go to. And uh, my dad let it go to. There we go. I forgot I had that button. And uh, that would make a great room because it's a rectangle. It's square and long, and I could easily put that in there. And uh, Jim is thirsty. There I, I forgot to do this. Yeah. Me, so, so it's the, the room. You can't. You can't just tear it out and redo it. I could. It's just. Yeah. It's just one of those where it's like, well, we need. We need to replace the two windows. Yeah. And we need to do I have some thing. windows to replace. Yeah, and then them. I got to yeah. it's got to do the block windows in the basement, and it's just one one of those things where I'm st- I still right now I have two stoves in my kitchen that I'm waiting for the guy to come in and put into place. It's like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the spring setting up uh, the backup generator so I can podcast off the generator more efficiently. I could do that kind of today, but um, it really needs. I'm going to need some new equipment. Uh, my my UPSs don't really sync with my generator. Very, literally, don't sync with my generator very well. So they trip it every single time. And uh, and so I'm looking at getting one of those um, a portable generators. That's 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 battery. It's like just a big gigantic battery to kind of run everything in the command center down here. And then that would get charged by the generator if I lost power here. So kind of rethinking the way I do my backup with that. And that what's going to require I drill through the house and put a connection, right? Because I want to connect that to, I just electrified my shed that way where I put put some power in it. And I really, I literally just took a the outlet plug and put it in a box on the outside of the shed. Mm-hmm. So I can just run an extension cord. I didn't want to run, I didn't want to run electrical. You got to pull, co- you know, you got to pull permits and all that other kind of stuff. So I just have a plug <laughs> sticking out uh, in a box. <laughs> just plug it in. Shed has power, so I can podcast. You know, a couple, I don't know, a couple months ago now, I podcasted from the shed. So there's some. I mean, there's some good, some good projects like that, Dave. You, you could, uh, you could superfy the the basement to uh, to be the awesome. Yeah, that's you know, that's studio. the plan. Maybe 2023, 20, depending on how things go. But yeah, you, you said you had to follow code, um, unless you're my dad, because I, I saw where he ran electricity to the garage, and when I actually saw how it was wired in, it was kind of a, <laughs> like, holy cow, why is this house not on fire right now? Uh, so, uh, I had an electrician redo our power here, and yeah. he opened a box, and it had burned. Oh. And he said, he said, if this hadn't been in this box, your house would have burned down, for sure. Yeah. So I was like, well fix it would you yeah. don't don't tell me the don't tell me the horror stories just fix it uh i i saw a thing on facebook and the person was talking about goals for 2022 is kind of throwing it out to the group hey what are your goals for 2022 and he said is it going to be something like number of episodes or number of interviews on other people's shows and i was like i, d- I don't want to say those were weird i just thought there are so many ways to measure a podcast Right. It could be number of downloads if you're trying to get a sponsor. If you're using it to market your your business, maybe the number of new clients from your podcast. But I was just like number of episodes. I guess if you're having a hard time staying consistent, I guess would be a goal. Maybe. I don't know. Do you, Have you been thinking about anything about 2022 changing anything or just like <laughs> a lot of times it's weird because I was thinking about a lot of people like, well, maybe I should change things in 2022. And I'm like. I don't know. It's uh, I'll 
I'll let you answer this and I'll come back yeah. to the change things. Yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned that. So just yesterday I was, we were doing kind of the final, it's not totally, but kind of the final episode for 2021 for called the coach, the gal, the podcast that I do. And I'm chatting with my co-host who's done it all year with me uh, in this case. And then I said to him, well, we're looking forward to what we have to do in 2022. And then I realized in my brain, I haven't scheduled a single episode for 2022 yet. Like I am now <laughs> 11 days into December. Last year, by this time, I had most of 2021 planned out. I had people scheduled already. I mean, not every single episode because we kind of schedule as we go. But I had all the main players scheduled out. So that was kind of a, you get, you know, here's your beep here. That was kind of a holy sh. Yeah. Oh, I need, there we go. <laughs> and, um, I, I, you know, I've totally forgotten. So I think I'm going to, this week, I need to, um, you know, I need to go back. I'm going to need to kind of play some catch up and get, get my regular programs for 2022 scheduled. So I haven't done much thinking. I have, I do have some scheduled already, but I could do a lot. I could do a lot better. Well, my thing on changing, and this is, this is going to come back. This is a half-baked idea, but I was like, I, I can expand on this idea for a, a future episode of the school of podcasting um, is over Thanksgiving. My cousin was here and his wife and my brother's wife were upstairs watching Hallmark movies. And I can't remember if I talked about this last week or not. Um, thank you. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I got to find. I, first of all, I got to turn this down so we don't blast off our hand. We have another super chat. That is, oh, you know, it helps if you turn. So loud. <laughs> that's well, you know why? Because that's on channel two and I turned down oh, channel one. That doesn't oh help when you turn down the wrong channel. Anyway, but here's here's the gist of it. I asked my cousin in law, I guess it would be because I started to make fun of Hallmark movies. And um, she said, look, so when you that's that's always a good sign when a when a, a female looks at you and goes, look, you know, it's like, OK, sorry. Easy. She said, I know what I'm getting with a Hallmark movie. I don't have to worry about swearing. I don't have to worry about boobies or nudity or this and that. She's like, I know I've got family fun entertainment. I know they're completely predictable and they're sappy. She goes, but at the end, it's a happy ending. I know it's coming. I know Christmas isn't canceled, but I know what I'm getting. And I was like, okay, write that down. That's a podcast thing. I was like, there, there is, there is yeah. something about yeah. having the same format that maybe is not such a bad thing. So no, no. Uh, Craig says his for his goal for twenty twenty one is get down seventy five kilos. I think after COVID, oh, many man. of us have these goals, right? I lost twenty five pounds, so I needed. I got twenty five more to go, so I got some work um as well. But Craig, good work. That's me. I uh, I got to the point where I'm starting to like go. Okay, seriously, like what? And I, it's just. It's kind of like podcasting. You have to be consistent. And for me, I will do great and I will drop. I do. If you want to lose weight quickly, uh, go find a small child that is sick and just lick them. Because <laughs> when I had a cold, man, I was dropping weight like nobody's business. And then and that's when I knew I was better because all of a sudden my weight went. And I was like, oh. yeah, just grab their fingers or something and just, you know, nothing, nothing <laughs> weird. Yeah. It's like recommending you get the flu to yeah. lose weight. Yeah. It, that, that's by the way, that never stays off. It doesn't right? stay that off. Way. That was the thing. I was I like, ah, oh, crap. I'm back up to right where yeah, I was. Never. Mystic what? says I thought about getting one, uh, those solar generators for uh. the backup. I'm, this is the time of year too, Dave, to think about that. Like, Hey, do I need to upgrade some things for my studio? Do, are there some things I need to be doing 
differently. It doesn't always have to be show related. It can be content or um, uh, um, equipment related as well. Absolutely. Uh, we have a new listener. Well, a new old listener. I'm not sure how to explain this, but uh, I'm trying to read something gaming. What is that? Our, our ad, ad, yeah, something Madsky. Uh, my, I need to wash my glasses. Apparently I've been binge listening to ask the podcast coach. Well, thank you. That is a lot of Dave and Jim. Uh, I'm mean, really enjoying them. And I have to remind myself that some of the advice is old and doesn't apply. Yeah. Old services, services. for sure. Yeah. Like, bla- like blab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of, of old services, uh, Patreon came out. Let me grab this link real quick with a link to what they're doing. So they're, they're going to kind of like, and I see a lot of people on, uh, you know, YouTube that mention their Patreon account. And so they came out with a post that said, hey, creators, you know, here's what's going on. And they have all the stats of 3,000 community posts, 270,000 reviews, 232 support tickets. That's interesting. Um, but they're basically saying, look, we're going to add video. They're going to improve the posting. There's going to be better content organization. Um, they solving the billing confusion. So they say the first of the month patron billing is a source of confusion and a frustration for many of you. A lot, a lot. Yeah, for a lot of people, it is. Wonder, it doesn't make sense because because I'm like, what's the deal? It's the first of the month, and here's your bill. Well, they bill everybody first. Well. It, they have they have a hard problem to solve because they're billing people and those payments may or may not go through. Uh, and so, like, that's why you have to wait. Like, people think, okay, uh, you say you're a Patreon subscriber of mine, Dave, yeah. and everybody thinks that's just automatic. Well, what if that ca- that credit card was canceled? Or what if, like... What if you've you've um, well, that's in, in most cases, that's when the charge doesn't go through. Right. Um, they can't give you that money until that charge goes through. And oftentimes there's a 24 hour, depending because they're global, there's a 24 hour window in which they've got to collect those payments, post them, verify them before they give it to you. And so you get billed for like I, you know, I support you as a Patreon supporter. I get the bill first of the month. I don't get the money till the third or the fourth. And it's not exactly uh. the same all the time. Right. And then you have all these multiple, you, you've got people who are coming in and out of support, or we have credit card things that don't go through, or there was a glitch in and they got to follow it up. So they got to wait a couple days. And then like, it's just a hard problem. And I, I don't think, I think people think it should be easy and it's not because it's complicated. You have a lot of people with different support options, collecting global payments that's a hard thing to do until that goes to bitcoin it's a hard thing to do yeah and i know right now and i don't know enough to speak intelligently about it besides the fact to say in india there was some sort of law that went through right that is kind of saying you can't have like subscriptions basically what about sales tax like i mean in the United States, that varies by state, yeah, right. And and so we're we're talking about you know then you in some cases you have that, and then you have you have um, Patreon folks who haven't specified that they're because you have to go in and specify is your it is it a service? Are you giving you know are they getting something for it? Do they have to charge sales tax? Guys, this is a super complex situation. Yeah. You can't, I think some people expect like, you know, they're going to put 50 cents in and get a candy bar. Like, no, it's not a vending machine. 
this is a complex problem and you need to spend a little bit of time. It's like doing taxes. You know, you got to spend a little time thinking about it. So I'm not super sympathetic to Patreon people that, you know, Patreon people who are in it. Yeah. It's a complex financial system. Many just don't want to spend the time figuring it out. You know, that ah, this is too hard. Well, okay, then stop doing it. <laughs> if it's too hard for you, stop doing it. Get a coffee. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I love um, anything with Stripe. One of the things I love about Stripe is like people pay you and like two days later you get your money. They don't, there's no kind of thing. I know, um, and this makes me sound like a total Libsyn shill, but I know Glow ties into Stripe and that's cool. And yeah, Stripe uses Float though. So that's, they, uh, they float, right? So you get, it's a different financial system when those kinds of things happen. Patreon's on the hook for this, for this money. If it's not there, right, they're on the hook for it. Um, Stephen says, or Stefan says they should switch to paying the 15th of the month. Patreon people would lose their, get ready to hit the button, lose their if it went from the third or fourth to the 15th. You're holding my, God, Patreon people are some of the worst when it comes to their money. Like you're holding it and making interest on it and you can't, you know, and you're like, oh my God. So listen, Patreon, I I don't, I feel for them because that when it's like YouTube commenters, (laughs) The people who use Patreon and leave comment, they are some of the worst people on the planet. They're just awful. And so anytime you're dealing with people's money, this is it's super complicated. Yeah. Uh, Craig says many people are, you know, with online services, deduct VAT yeah. at the yeah. source. But that, I provide education, yeah. which is not a subject to VAT in Europe. Oh, that is another whole nother yeah. discussion of when you do and when you don't, who should and do you eat the cost? Do you have to charge it? Can they charge it back? Can they get value for it again? Can they, you know, can they, oh, it's just a mess, Dave. It's people think this should be easy. Oh, I go to the store, you know, and I buy something and it's sales tax and I'm done. Mm, that's not how the globe works. For yeah. <laughs> it's Welcome not to the global. Works. Exactly. It's completely <laughs> different on that. So I think what else did they say? They're going to uh, boost their back end, improved playback experience. What they should do is I've seen a couple different places that do this. And it's cool is for me, I, I'm nerdy enough, so if I sign up to somebody's Patreon and I dig out the RSS feed, which is not super easy to find, I can throw that into Overcast and I can listen to to anything else. And and for the record, I was really surprised. Um, there's a the guitar player of the band Kings X, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, you know how Spotify did that thing is like here's your here's what happened this year. So they did that to me as a listener. And like every other song was this guy named Ty Tabor, who's the guitar player, because I didn't realize he had a solo career. So I just went on this binge and they're like, wow, you really like this guy. And I was like, yeah. And I'm probably paying him 13 cents a year for his stuff on Spotify. So I saw he had a patron. I was like, oh, cool. Ten bucks a month. Let's give Ty some money for his. You know, I don't have to do this forever, but I'm like, let's give this guy some money. I'm he's he's entertaining me and trying to find the RSS feed so I could get his any audio content was was not easy and patreon should like they're updating the app i I think that's the wrong way to go make it easy for people to you know uh supercast glow i'm trying to think of another app that does this where when you sign up for premium you just click and it'll say hey oh you're on an iphone do you want to listen to this in apple Podcasts or pocket cast or whatever you click a button and you're subscribed so when i see them like oh we're gonna make it easier to listen on the app i'm like how about just ditching the app I mean, it's kind of cool. They have some things plugged in there, but 
they're going to have, of course, a simpler and cleaner design. So that'll be uh, interesting to watch. But when they came out with the video thing, I was like, oh, so for all those people that are getting deplatformed on YouTube, it'll be interesting to see how that's going to work. Maybe they're just going to try to be YouTube, you know, where you because I mean, I'm going to get bummed if I don't get to subscribe and smash the bell anymore. You know, I've I've been trained like Pavlov's dog to, you know, um, do that. So if they somehow like, like, subscribe and leave a comment, that's the that's the triple the triple threat on YouTube. Right. Yeah. I've never heard this. Jack Conti, I think, is the guy's name um, who who started off as a that can't be right. Um, Are you kidding me? Did you see what just happened? Well, it's pretty generous. Thank you. Holy cow. Uh, and I cannot find my, I will oh, turn down the right uh, channel, Jim. So, okay, there we go. And it's, well, that was, that was not good. There we go. Wow. Holy cow. Well, there you go. How do you make Dave Jackson speechless? You uh, do a super chat of a uh, hundred notice a hundred bucks each, Jim. Yeah. I'll have you to will take, take uh, this money. I, I, will t- I, will t- <laughs> I will take it, Dave. Yes, um, I will. I thank, thank you. Cauldron. Thank you for doing holy that. Holy cow. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got new listeners here. I've been a listener for four years now, really enjoying listening to you both, despite not being brave enough to start a party. Okay. So let's talk about that. Can we talk about that? Yeah. What What is stopping you from starting a podcast? Feel free to go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join if you want to come in and, and if you want us to uh, not twist your arm. I'm just always interested to see. I um, Not everybody should do a podcast. Well, that's true. I was. You know, wa- I don't I, have to. I was. Can, what, yeah. We need. We need. We need list, just listeners. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the um, I was watching. There's a thing on YouTube called SNL Stories. And it's all these people that uh, have been on in the past. And, of course, um, oh, I can't fr- – uh, what's the thing on Apple Plus, the soccer coach? Um, Lasso. Yeah, Ted Lasso. Yeah. So Jason Sudeikis is talking about that, and he talks about, of course, and here's a guy who's proven over and over that he's talented. And when he joined SNL, what was he battling, Jim? Do you want to guess? Depression? Uh, nope, but that's a good one. Uh, uh, anxiety? Uh, imposter syndrome. There you go. That's it. Tell him what he's won. Yeah. He had imposter syndrome and he said, what was funny about it is, um, that, you know, he, he said, I would eventually get like, he got two skits on in like the first week and he's like, wow, that was really cool. And then he had 10 weeks of nothing getting on TV. And, um, he said, but what was interesting about that is he goes, the writer's room was great. And he goes, and somebody would throw out this idea and he said you would kind of um, mutter like something to try, but because you didn't have enough confidence. And he'd say something like, mm-hmm. and, and, and he goes, Tina Fey, who was the head of writing at the at that time, said, wait, what was that? What was that? And he'd be like, oh, and she's like, that's great. We're using it. And he mm-hmm. goes, it was kind of interesting all the time um, that, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, so. Yeah, I just was like, there's another guy. And then that Ted Lasso character, he made for some like football commercial. Like it was something to run during sports on Sunday. And enough people liked the commercial that he turned it into a show. And yeah. I was like, that's cool. So, yeah. Um, 
I, I like I like Jason. He's a good guy. That's and a great show. Ted. Lasso. It is a really. It is a really. It's super filthy. So, like, it's not for children. Don't watch it with your kids. But it is. It's a. It, there's a lot of good moments in there as well. Hey, we've got Brian waiting. Why don't we bring him in post show? Yeah, Can absolutely. We, is that okay? Yeah. Um, Jim, what's coming up on uh, theaverageguy.tv? Yeah. So, uh, Mike, uh, Mike Weger, my co-host, his unraid box for those of you who are super technical totally failed, and he had to completely rebuild it. So he spend the whole show talking about new parts and new processors and a new motherboard and all kinds of great stuff. So if you uh, if you're super nerdy that way, this is a super technical episode. We'd love to have you join us. HomeGadgetGeeks.com We lost Brian. Brian, come back! Um, on the school of oh, pod, on the school he, he left the text he left he left a message oh, for us so okay we cool. can go to private chat we'll cover Brian will cover it in the post show yeah so on the school of podcasting I've got like three different things I want to talk about I'm trying to figure out which one's coming this week I'm either going to expand on what I talked about today about keeping your format the way it is um, I might talk about uh, anchor because I I did some consulting this week and there's some things that are being said about anchor that are not true. And I was like, where are you getting that information from? And I was like, ah, we might need to update some people on that. Uh, and then I've got some new tools. I actually got some things I'm playing with. So I just need some time between now and Sunday. I will figure out what the heck I'm talking about. But uh, thanks to all of our awesome supporters. Thank you, everyone, for the super chats. Who knew? That was, uh, I was like, so generous today. Thank you. Thank you. That's Appreciate amazing. That. And uh, we will be here next week, but we won't be here in two weeks because uh, of that, you know, whole Santa thing going on, which is, uh, you know. Apparently Santa's more important. Whatever. <sighs> you know, that whole bowl full of jelly works every time, you know, people just can't resist. But uh, we are going to do some post show with Brian. And if we have time, I will show you a new tool that I'm playing with that's actually pretty cool for podcast consultants. Hang around. Hang around.